0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Coach Tyler Van Show. As you can tell, Randy's not with us tonight. He's feeling under the weather, so it's going to be me and Coach Van, and possibly John Seals joining us here shortly. Coach, how's everything going today?
1: Uh, it's going. It's going. <laughs> um, huge week for us, so we're excited.
0: Yeah, this is uh, what a lot of coaches call the second season right now.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, I told him Friday night. Um you know, we we lost a tough one after the game. You know, it's, it's, this season's over. Seven and three. Um, good football season, but it, it don't matter anymore. It's about you, you did what it takes to, to host a home playoff game. Now let's start this new season off the right way and see if we can go five and up sometimes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Let's go back to this past week and talk about the five game for a few minutes, if you don't mind. Uh, you started off uh, – you got the ball open and kickoff and drove it down the field. About four pass plays and you was in the end zone. Uh, you had to be excited and I had to give your team a lot of momentum going in to the game or give them a lot of confidence.
1: Yeah, um, you know I felt like we had a pretty good game plan if those want to uh, come out and be play a cover three look to us and they, they did that. We we was able to complete some passes and and, and gotten some good pass plays. and number nine threw the ball well. Um, the other not. <coughs> And it was the same thing that happened last year. I knew if we wasn't going to be able to run the ball uh, when they gave us a five-man box, we were going to struggle to continue to score the football. And uh, that's something that happened in the second half. And we had opportunities. We missed opportunities. I had us in a bad play call here and there. And, uh, but, you know, give them. They're a very good football team. Uh, like I said, they're very well coached. Uh, they're a physical football team. Uh, and they played a better second half than we did. And they deserved the win. And uh, so we got to get better. Uh, we, we made a lot of mental mistakes Friday night in the second half that kind of shot ourselves in the foot. Um, and they took advantage of it. And we just got to continue to be a better football team.
0: Right. <clears throat> like you said, the opening drive, you, you scored, went 7 nothing on them. And if I'm mistaken, that's the first time all year Fife has actually trailed this this season. So uh, you did something that nobody else had been able to do this year. And uh, But, you know, they got the ball back. Kept it real close as far as uh, halftime is 14 14. And the second half, it was like two different teams came out in the second half.
1: Right. Yeah. We, we, uh, they made some adjustments at halftime. We knew they were going to. And, uh, we kind of guessed right on, to be honest with you, on some, some of the things they were going to do in the second half. We knew they were just going to play a little bit too high. They going to drop a lot of guys in to To keep us from throwing the football, and they would give us a five man box, and they did that. We just wasn't able to move anybody and, and make any progress on the ground. And um, I, I should have threw some more things over the middle there. Did that one one linebacker look? If I could go back, I'd change it. But um, we just didn't play very good second half, you know. It, and it wasn't a lack of effort, it wasn't a lack of trying. It was just a, a lack of assignment. Uh, so we just got to get better.
0: Yeah, the second half you came out and you had a few of the you have a flags on the field there and. It puts you behind the, put you behind schedule, as most coaches says, and and I've noticed this year every time you get behind schedule, it, it's hard for y'all to get caught back up, and it seemed like that happened last Friday night in the second half.
1: Yeah, you got to, especially against a defense like that, you've got to be on time, on schedule. First down is the biggest play of the down uh, of the you know the series. First down's huge, if you're able to get ahead of the chains, then then you have the opportunity to be, um, versatile on and what what you're going to call the next few plays. And, and, you know, when it's second, short, third, short, you're more apt to take more chances down the field. Um, we wasn't able to do that much in the second half. We stayed behind the chains. We hit a screen play that got called back that was questionable. Um, you uh, had another hold call. that was definitely not the correct call. Um, but it is what it is that happens. You know, you play hard, they play hard. They're going to get calls. We're going to get calls. We just – just didn't take advantage of, of any of the situations that, that we had in the second half that we had a chance to make a play, you know, and then they they throw it and they score on third and long, uh, third and 20. Um, you know, it's They made the plays and we didn't make them in the second half. That's that's what it boils down to.
0: Right. I'm going to say something a lot of people are going to probably scratch their head about, but because you're Defense gave up thirty-five points, but I felt like your defense played really well the whole game.
1: No, oh, they did. They did a really good job. You know, the the most important thing when you're playing five, in my opinion, is you got to make them snap it uh, over and over and over again. You know, you, you can say that offense is built to snap it a lot, but there is no high school football team built to snap it twelve times a series. Uh, everybody wants a big play to happen, and uh, you got to keep them. You know. Hemmed up in a box. We try to keep them inside. Safety's played really well. The other night, 13 and 25 come up and made a lot of tackles. If your safeties don't want to make tackles against a team like that, you're not going to get any stops. Um, they did a good job. Linebackers did a good job. Um, they caught us a few times in some pass plays. And, and you know what? That's that's our game plan. We don't want them to throw it successfully, but uh, if we're making them throw it to move the football, then we're doing a, a pretty good job against the run. Uh, but Late in the game, they hit that one pass over the middle in the back of the end zone. That hurt us, and then we put our defense in three bad situations where we had a short field to defend. And, uh, you know, I feel like we had been in a way better situation if we'd have made them drive at 60 or 70 yards at a time. We didn't make them do that. We gave them, uh, spotted them a-, a couple good series, easy series there where we didn't pump per- protect very well on the left side. And they wasn't even trying to block at the time they ended up causing the most problems. For the most part we was able, I think we one punt come off his foot wrong and then one punt we had to pull down and run because we had they was blocking one guy and we had two guys look at him and one guy trying to block him and they got warped. So uh defense played really well though. So.
0: Yeah, uh they ran something that I'm not sure if you saw on film, maybe you can clarify this or not, right? where they put both running backs back there in a the shotgun formation and just
1: direct snap
0: to them uh, is that something you was expecting or is that something new they done
1: no they've done that all year they've done it some on film and it's just get extra lead blocker out there and kind of you know they can run it either way then but um we've seen it it's good and, and everybody talks about logan Anderson at 24 and he's a really good football player i ain't taking nothing from him but 22s are a really hard runner too and uh, he he does a really good job
0: yeah, I was on the radio with John the other night, and I, I told John, I said I felt like the four best running backs in the county were on the field that night with mm-hmm. the two, the five got and your two as well. I don't know if there's any four harder running backs as far as just running the ball extremely hard that was out there in the county anywhere. No, uh, I don't think so. I don't
1: think anywhere on the mountain,
0: So Right, because uh, it was – anytime those four running backs got the ball, they were dragging people with them
1: right yeah they all four run really hard 22 for them um he kind of goes under the radar don't get recognized as much, uh, as much as 24 does but uh i enjoy watching that kid play football uh he's he, he plays football the right way he runs the ball hard he's a good football player
0: yeah it's uh they're all four of the running backs does uh, not did a great job in uh a- uh, their passing come out surprised you as far as the first way of the game they they threw a 15-yard yeah, uh, pass yeah that, that how
1: about that you? yeah we both threw it the first play of the game i know we had it the first play of the game i don't believe all year um and then i know they had so
0: <laughs> yeah it, it uh it it kind of surprised me and I'm sure it surprised a lot of people by five throwing the ball at the first play, but anyway, you know, that game's in the past. What, did, what do you feel like your team brought out of this as far as, uh, playing against a team like that?
1: Uh, you know, it was, that's a very good opponent to play week 10. In my opinion, a lot of people, you know, question that and that's, that's fine. But, uh, uh, in my opinion, it helps, it helps us, you know, playing a really good football team week 10. Um, I believe we're a really good football team. And for us to step out there and play another one, instead of just having an easy cakewalk week 10, I think it's going to help us going down the stretch here. We played a lot of really good football teams uh, throughout the season. None as physical as what we played week 10. Um, you know, we hadn't been in a lot of physical games. We have been in physical games, but nothing like um, what we saw on Friday night. There ain't many teams out there. All 11 guys is physical as five. And that's something I wanted our guys to see. I believe we're a physical football team. Um, but being able to see that right here before the playoffs is huge for us because we're not going to see um, a group, a unit like that as, as far as physicality for for a while. Uh, but we're going to see some physical football teams, but but not what we saw Friday night. I think it's going to help us. Uh, I think we're going to be more physical for it, uh, and, and it's going to help us play fast down the stretch. I, I enjoy playing really good football teams. I think it makes you better. You don't get better playing nobody's. Uh, you don't get better playing uh, teams that are not up, not up to par. Like you get better playing really good competition, and that's what we've done all year. And, and I think we we topped it off Friday night playing the best team in my opinion um, that we played all year. Um, so it, it helped us a lot, and uh, I think you're going to see it hopefully in the next few weeks.
0: You know, I can kind of close my eyes and hear Coach Benefield telling me the same thing that he was that you were saying last week, as far as playing against savannah he wanted to play against their balanced team like you a physical offensive defensive line like savannah was so uh both of y'all felt like this was kind of a playoff type atmosphere
1: game I, I agree i um i was proud our fans showed up um they packed out our side they were cheering our guys on and, and we need them uh, this friday night more than we needed them all year we need a packed house um but uh I was really proud of our community showing up and supporting our guys. It was a a great atmosphere, and it was a great opponent and a a good game. We just got to do a better job of of finding ways to win win games like that. And I think we're going to in the future. I think we're going to find ways to win. I think we're getting better for it. Um, You know, uh, you can say last year, you know, we played five really well. We lost by three points, but I felt like we played them better this year. Um, You know, the score don't show it. Uh, by by no means, um, but I think we're stronger than we were last year uh, in the weight room was, and I think it showed on the field, um, and I think we're going to continue to get stronger. That's something we're behind still a little bit, but we're getting our guys in the weight room, they're getting stronger, and it's something we're going to continue to get better better at throughout you know the next few years, and I think that's something we got to catch up um, on them in particular in the weight room, but I'm really, really proud work their tail off. Uh, I'm excited about our group um, this year. Uh, I'm ready to feel like we have an opportunity to make a run if we do the little things right. And continue to practice the right way. Uh, we play a really good opponent right off the bat. You know, we've we've hosted two playoffs games in two years, and we, we've we've got a tough draw both years. Fayette County is a really good football team. They throw the ball well. They run the ball well. They're physical on defense. They're 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 fast at D line. They're uh, they got the running backs. Why the fastest running back we've seen all year? Uh, they're a really good football team. Um, so uh, we're excited about the opportunity.
0: Yeah, you you're jumping ahead on some of my questions there, which is fine. That, that's great. But yeah, my next question was going to be the Sylvania community. I mean, that sideline was packed from from the twenty to the twenty, and standing a couple deep on the on the uh, sideline as well. Uh, if kids had to feel the excitement by the crowd being there.
1: Yeah, I think they did, and I think they understand um, our communities behind them and for them. And uh, I wish we could get it packed out like that every Friday night, regardless of who we're playing, where we're playing, um, because these kids deserve it. They work, they work to the tell off. I mean, from December, January, all the way back to August, they work to the tell off for, for ten guaranteed Friday nights. Ten of them, and, we, and uh, we'd love to see crowds like that for all ten of them because they deserve it. They've worked really hard. To, to have support like that. Uh, they deserve to have the support that they do. Um, so, so that's something I know our guys want to see is a support like that every Friday night, regardless of who we're playing. And I think, I think we're going to in the future. Uh, we need them this Friday night to show up, be loud um, because this is a playoff atmosphere that we're going to need. We need a playoff um, community to show up and be loud for our guys because playoffs are different. I love it. Um, Some our kids. And our guys experienced last year and we're going to experience hopefully every single year uh, um, in the future. And we want to start making runs. So, so hopefully that starts this year and starts Friday night. So
0: Fayette County comes to town Friday night. Uh, you done told a little bit about what they, what they are, you know, kind of a balanced team. Uh, what type of offense do they actually run and then we'll go
1: into the defense. Uh, they spread it out. They're multiple. Uh, I'll say that they get a lot of formations. They can, it reminds me not as much as us because we don't spread it out as much as they do. They they're getting two by two some, they will get empty some, and they're getting some bunch sets. Um, but they'll also bring it bring it in tight some like Pisgah does and plays uh, a little trips bunch squeeze in uh, there tight, and then and then they can get in there and go heavy like five does. So they're very multiple on offense. They they make you line up, um, and that's something we've worked a lot. Is just make sure we can get lined up correctly because getting lined up. You know, it's over 60%, 70% of the battles. Make sure you're lined up the correct way. And then let's play fast after we get lined up. Uh, So so we've spent some time making sure we can get lined up. We've trashed some things this week in practice that we haven't locked, which we do every week. Um, And something that we're going to have to polish up tomorrow to be sure we're ready to go. But they're very multiple on offense, and they they create some problems being that way. So we have to be locked in, uh, know our keys, uh, get lined up, play footballs.
0: So, speaking of keys on the offensive side there for Fayette County, do they have like a go-to player that if they're in third and seven or eight, you know this is going to be touching the ball?
1: Yeah, they, they like the running back six. He does a really good job. He's fast. Um, you know, 17 the receiver. They really like to throw the football to in a, in a situation where they feel like they have to have a, a throw if it's third and eight or, or something like that. 17 and four so two go-to guys. And then six out of the backfield, and their quarterback does a really good job of spinning it
0: so okay you said he can spin it but is he mobile can he move around kind he of like can Smith?
1: He, can. He's, uh, he reminds me I'm trying to think um he reminds me a little bit of north jackson's quarterback and uh, can throw it and run pretty well as well so all
0: uh, right good deal uh the uh, the offensive line are they pretty big up front or are they
1: they are their tackles are, are big football players 70 and um 89 or 58, um 52 plays right guard centers a young guy, freshman. Um, they're two tackles though, they're seniors. Um, so had to do a really good job, you know, against them on Friday night. They, I think, through some of their better linemen, uh, their interior three is pretty good as well, but their tackles are seniors and they play a lot of seniors on the O line. And, um, they're bigger kids, so we have to be ready to play, right? So, do they have a
0: lot of players that go both ways?
1: Offense and defense. Uh, no. it's about like us. I would say maybe a little less seven plays defensive and form. They'll run in in some heavy situations. Six is their running back. He plays corner 24 is their wing back. He plays corner. Um, four is their safety. He plays receiver. Um, their D lines, a little different. That's where it gets different. It's 30. He's a defensive tackle. He don't play on the line. Um, 56, don't play as much on the line. He plays do tackle. Um, but about like us, though, we have a few guys that don't, but a lot of them uh, that do as well. So.
0: so jumping over to the defense side, do they run like a 4-4, 4-3, 5-2? What's their defensive mean? Uh, they're basically an even
1: front. They're an even front team. So um, they have shown a little bit of a bare look to some looks and, and showed an odd front. But, but they're really based at an even split look, and, and that's where most of the adjustments come from is split.
0: They got anybody on the defensive side that you got to kind of key on and say, okay, we got to keep him blocked or he'll make every time. Yeah, number
1: seven is a really good football player for him. He's a defensive end. He's a senior. Uh, he plays really hard. Uh, he plays. He's a really good football player. I enjoy watching him on film and, and you know, the, the work that he puts in um, during the game and the effort that he plays with 30. Um, you'll look at him at defensive tackle. He's a small, smaller guy, but man, his motor's uh, hundred mile an hour. He, he plays really hard. I enjoy watching him play. So we got to make sure we get them two guys blocked 89. Um, the other ends are, are a pretty good football player as well. He's got a really, you know, he's, he's a bigger, taller guy. He fits that defensive end mode. So we're not to be, be sure we get him blocked, but um, and their linebackers are, are really good. They, they, they play hard, one and three. Uh, one feels really good. They like to blitz three a little bit more than one, but three does a really good job as well. So we're not to be ready to play.
0: How's practice going? I know it's just Tuesday. How's practice going so far this week?
1: Uh, it's went pretty well. You know, we uh, Monday was locked in yesterday. Uh, Monday's our, our mental day. You know, that's where we're installing all the game plan. Uh, offensively, not a really a lot new so to speak well i don't think we added anything new you can chase say some you know pass routes here or there are newer but nothing really brand new um so we're just polishing up they get to see what what the game plan is and, and what coverage we plan on seeing the most and, and what formations we're going to be in the most and on defense is a, is a mental day on seeing all the formations they get in and, and how we're going to align to it so it was a really pretty good monday they were locked in today went pretty well so we're going to make sure we finish off the week the right way tomorrow and polish up and be perfect, try and, as close to perfect as we can be tomorrow.
0: Right. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll be remiss uh, if I didn't ask. How about Fayette County special teams? Are they pretty sound on that?
1: Yeah. yeah they, do. they do a good job. Um, you know, it's something that we have taken more time. We have taken more time over the last few weeks and drilled a little bit, you know, more than we should have, you know, done it in the past. We should have been more, more toned in or honed in on, on on our special teams on kickoff. And it's something that we've, we've taken and and tried to fix with Indy time um, over the last three weeks. And I feel like our kickoff's gotten a whole lot better. Um, We're doing a better job breaking down once we avoid a block and, and not just running by them and then, Our return game's been better, Um, but hopefully we're not having to return a lot, and hopefully we're having to kick off and cover a lot. So um, our punt team, uh, you know, we drilled it more this week than we have been. It's something you get in the routine of, and you go through specialty periods. Um, You try to work everything, but you may not drill it as much as you need to. So we kind of went back to fundamentals on punt blocking and and doing some other stuff that that we probably got away from a little bit too much in the last few weeks and, and trying to hone in and be the best us that we can be. So
0: with all the injuries you've had this year, how often do you have to go back and re rehone or retune some of this stuff because of two or three players that's normally in one position is having to be changed with someone else?
1: Yeah, it makes it tough and sure, Um you go through fall camp and you really work a lot of indie stuff and and things with specialty and then you get into the regular season and you have them guys that you're still repping it but you're repping it more as a team. Uh, rather than in um, individual indie groups and specialty because you just ain't got enough time in a day to do every specialty every day and, and be able to work indies every day there's not enough time especially when you're trying to get in and out um so then when you have one or two injuries and you're putting somebody in that didn't work maybe as much or it's been three weeks since they've reped it a lot because you ain't getting two deep reps every single day especially it's just anybody who has any clue about how practices go that's just It's almost impossible to do every day. You just can't get it done. So it makes it really difficult. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to slow down and and maybe cut it down to one specialty a day. And that's just something we tried to do the last few weeks and and really focus on a, uh, we've been focusing mainly on kickoff, to be honest with you, and doing different drills daily with them, And uh, being able to cover and break down together and work as a unit to make a tackle and that. I feel like it's gotten better. You know, we kicked it the other other night to Logan Anderson, I think he made about 16 guys miss. Now, we were not supposed to kick it to Logan Anderson. Um, by any means, we're supposed to kick it to anybody but 24, um, but it came off his foot the wrong way and went right to him. But we still found a way to get him down, I think, at the 33, 34, um, which is uh, we would take that any day of the week, the first seven weeks. But now we're starting, you know, do a really good job of getting them down inside the 30 and forcing them teams to to drive the football.
0: Yeah. I told John, I said, I just about guarantee that 24 will not get this kickoff and it went straight to him. So Straight he to them. You can blame that one on the the announcer, uh, Jinx there. You know, that's my fault there. I apologize for that, Coach. But uh,
1: No, uh, we got to be better on, hey, don't tell him not to kick it to 24. Let's tell him who to kick it to. Uh, so that's, <laughs> in, in 24 is not ever in his mind, he just knows a hey, 8 or 22 or seven that's what I'm kicking it to. Um, but anyways,
0: yeah, he, he's doing a great job on kickoffs, like we talked about last week. The kickoffs are getting a lot deeper than they were earlier
1: in the year. Oh, uh, yeah, he's doing a really good job, you know. 49 and Andretti, uh, he's gotten stronger, so he's getting stronger. Um, I'm excited about where he's going to be at this time next year. You know, he's he's came a long ways this year, he puts a lot of work in. Um, we'll be at practice, and, and I always look over and check on him because he's kicking field goals over here and working um, kickoffs and onside kicks and stuff like that. But he, he goes to work, I'm really proud of, of his progress this year. And he has, you know, I ain't, I ain't to thank for it because he does a lot of work on his own. Um, he tries to get better and, and works with himself, and his brother comes up here and works with him because that's all he wants to do is kick, and that's all I want him to do is kick because he does a really <laughs> good job doing it, so.
0: And what grade is he in, a freshman?
1: He's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So you got him for about four more years, so that's uh, oh, yeah. three more years. So that's
1: He'll not- have a chance. He'll probably get some looks um, before it's all said and done because he can kick it, um, and he's going to continue to get better.
0: Right. And I mentioned something earlier, and we don't give the game plan away or nothing like that, but health-wise, are you getting healthier? Are you got some, maybe getting some players back for this week?
1: Uh, we get Kai Shankles back 56, but that's it. Um, and that's all we'll get back the rest of the year. Everybody else is out. So
0: Okay. Well, you know, every, every person that you can get back actually helps out at this time. Mm-hmm. Of
1: year. Yeah, it is. You know, 56 was having a really good year. We haven't been able to catch a break with Kyle this year. Um, he's had bad luck, um, but maybe it's all set up for him to have a really good playoff, you know? So, um, He's done a really good job. He comes to work every day. You know, I, I really – I make the comment he was probably – he's playing some of the best football he's played since I've been here, especially up front on the O-line uh, early in the year. Like, he's, he's probably our best. and um, He's blocked. He's nasty after the play. During the play, he's trying to still make blocks. You know, it's just a guy you want on the field because um, he's physical. Uh, he blocks through the whistle, not to it, through it. And so – he was a guy who is was missing, and, and we're glad to have him back this week. I can promise you. Yeah, you,
0: you kind of took the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask you if he's one of those that played to the echo of the whistle.
1: He mm-hmm. yeah. is.
0: Yeah. So, and that's great. You know, you you need that nasty on the offensive and defensive line there to, uh, you know, play to the very end there, and that kind of helps motivate the other players to keep going as well.
1: Oh, it does. You know, he, uh, you know, it causes some, some arguments, causes some, Pushing and shoving, but it's stuff that's part of football, and I enjoy it. I promise you. We—that's <laughs> um, something I wish we had more of. It practice, I'd say. Yeah, you have some tempers f- flaring a little bit because it, it is football. It's a physical sport, and and that's what it's about. So, um, but we know at the end of the day, we're still brothers, and we're going to go to war together. So, absolutely. Uh, I got a question I thought about earlier, and I wrote it
0: down where I wouldn't forget it. All these teams you played, you played 10 games or 11 games of the Jamboree. You've watched a lot of films, not just the teams that you're going to play, but the teams that the, you're going to play, who they're playing as far as their film as well. Do you pick up anything that, that you may want to in, insert in your offense or defense by watching some of these other teams on film?
1: Uh, offensively, I did last year. I got some things from actually watching Piedmont. Uh, last year some some run plays that we were incorporating it's odd fronts um but we we've added that's a tough question there because you're always I always say one or two things that i like um uh, and it's something that I normally don't incorporate you know this year but it's something i think about the off season because that's what we did with with Piedmont last year and we actually ended up calling it bulldogs um so because it was something that that i got from them that i really liked um and and we ran against them this year I think once or twice but um it is uh it is something that I enjoy watching film on other teams and I enjoy watching offenses something I really like to do um I'll steal stuff in there because there's nothing made up by me and nothing made up by them they got it from somebody else and I want to get it from them if I like it and they may get it from me if they like it but I didn't come up with it so uh um, I do do that. We don't do as much on defense because we really do a good job and Coach Carr does a really good job. But we're just going to get lined up. We're going to play technique football as best as we can and, and get our reads and play football. And I think that's, that's what makes our defense really well, really good at times, you know. So we got to be really good this week. We got to be really fiscal uh, and we got to set a time early in the game. Right.
0: And uh, we got to get that crowd out too Friday night. It'll be a seven o'clock kickoff at uh, Round Stadium. If you're listening to this, come out Friday night. Support Coach Van and the players. Uh, I, I know they'd appreciate you coming out and supporting them. And um, everybody that was at five other night. I know he wants to thank everybody for showing showing up. He did earlier, and uh, if you there at five Friday night, come out to Savannah this coming Friday
1: night and support the boys as well. Uh, yeah, we, we need we need uh, we need you there every Friday night. So uh, you know the gates open all day if you need to bring a cover up there and put in your spot, um, if you want to save a spot. Um, gates open. I'm sure nobody's going to go up there and steal your cover. Um, so, we need you there. We need you there on Friday night. You know, there's no such thing as uh, season seats on, on during the playoffs. Um, state don't allow it, so we don't do it. So, seats are open to anybody. First come, first serve. So, we need you there packed out, uh, being loud and, and, and cheering on uh, our football team who's who deserves it and something else i'm not sure if it's state mandated or
0: not but uh all tickets are on the gold fan thing mm-hmm. uh you, you got to get your tickets there and if i'm not mistaken, myself where it's going to be ten dollars a ticket
1: yeah ten dollars a ticket we don't set the price um be honest with you uh we don't make near as much money um in a playoff game as we should um most of that money goes to the state um but but it is what it is um we need you to show up. That will be loud regardless. I uh, wish we could pay for everybody to get in, but we cannot, cannot afford that. But, uh, no, there's no cash gates. Um, some schools in the county can do cash gates during playoffs. No, I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> there's watching it they probably didn't laugh. But there, there, was one, there was one school that got caught doing it. I not call them out, but um, they probably won't do it again. But anyways, we, we can't, have this <laughs> gate. Uh, we're just go fan only, go fan only.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy the way the playoffs rolls around and the state kind of takes over and puts all these different mandates and rules and regulations in, and it makes it tougher. for smaller schools, like, you know, one, two, and three, a, to
1: be able to do some of this stuff. Right. Uh, you actually make more money, like as a, as a team, if you travel because you're still going to get some of the gate, um, you know, if you're on a way team and then you're going to get mileage and paid for travel. So you make more money if you go on the road. So, but, but it's better to play at home. So. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, two years ago, I think it was, might have been last year
0: anyway, we went out to, after Savannah got eliminated, we went to uh, Spring Garden and it was get a uh, go fan only. And you're talking about trying to get a cell service out there to, get the ticket up to get into the game is nearly impossible. So at least that's something that Sylvania's got going for them. They got a tower there inside the city limits of Sylvania and make it a little bit easier for everybody. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, come on out. You can't use that as an excuse. And if you have a debit card or credit card, you can swap it uh, at the gate as well. Um, So. And uh, you already talked about
0: the no reserve seats for playoff games. Is there anything else that we may have overlooked as far as the state mandates? i don't think so good deal awesome and i know you're looking forward to game
1: hunger um we do uh we do get concession stand so uh that is something (laughs) we can make money is concession stand and parking um and and i know some people are probably not too happy about having to pay for parking and all that but uh i promise you all that money goes to these kids and we buy them a lot we get them a lot Uh, we provide for them a lot um, and try to give them the best experience we can give them. And so all that money goes back into the kids. So don't think that that, that money is going to waste and it's not going to use because every time you you know, you know pay for parking and you go up there and buy a hot dog, uh, I promise you it's going right back into, the, into these football players. So um, we appreciate everything you do. And, and if you're, you're paying for parking and not parking on the other side of the state so you don't have to pay for parking, uh, thank you. Uh, for paying for parking because it r- really is a big help to us. We spend a lot of money for these guys and, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Um, and then when you go to a concession stand, come up here hungry, buy a full, full meal for all seven of your how many's there. Uh, we really appreciate it because, and we thank you for buying stuff from the concession stand. I know you probably would whether I thanked you or not, but we really do appreciate everybody who shows up and, and, and does that for our kids. And I don't
0: want to step on your toes, but they're also another concession stand for the
1: band. Oh, there he yeah. so I forgot about that. Band, bands over there, make sure you go to them too, because they need money. And all that money goes straight into the band as well. So right. um, either concession stand, you're supporting a, a group, go buy from both, huh? So, um, and support. And I know, I know that they do. And so we need it.
0: Yeah, if I left the band out, I'd, I'd have a little 13 year old on my knees. Yeah, on.
1: I'm sorry. I forgot that. So, but no, you
0: know, and that's the great thing about it. You know, some places only do have one concession stand. You got to stand there in line forever. So I got two of them to choose from, and and I think both places kind of have different options. So they do, and
1: then you got Mister Dodd who sells ag for ag. He sells uh, uh peanuts, boiled peanuts down there. So uh, you know, everything goes into for a good cause. I promise you. So don't think that it's not. We're not pocketing it, and it's not coming from my pocket. I promise you, it's not going <laughs> to Mr. R's pocket. It's not going anywhere, but, but back to the kids. So.
0: And let's uh, let's see. Uh, let's don't forget about the band, the band
1: or uh, the
0: cheerleaders. They will have a stand set up, selling probably some merchandise they usually do every home game. Mm-hmm. They'll stop by and buy you a, a nice Sylvania shirt or something like that. So, uh, I think we've hit everybody as far as uh that is a supporting or that's going to be set up and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, but uh, coach, you got anything else you want to join? We'll, we'll cut a little short and let you get out here and uh, get some rest before the playoff games Friday night.
1: No, I don't think I'm good. I'm good. I'm Just ready for a dub. We need to win this Friday. We need to win this Friday. Um, and And as long as we prepare the right way, um, I feel good about every game as long as we prepare the right way. But again, we're playing a really, uh, really good football team Friday night. There's on to you know, they're well coached and gonna come here ready to go. So we better be ready. Randy, it'd kill me if I didn't
0: ask you this, but does your preparation for a playoff game change any as far as practice wise or anything on
1: game day? No, it's actually been the exact same. Nothing's changed. Um, we try to. I like I like being planned out the same every day every week um we change it here and there to try to uh you know catch them off guard but uh we do it. we try to keep everything the same it's been the same this week we'll practice tomorrow we'll walk through thursday morning and then they'll have a lot of time off their feet um before we play on friday nights so. I've,
0: I've been to i've been in several locker rooms throughout the years with several different coaches and and i'm going to say this about you you're probably one of the most organized coaches there is as far as even on away games you've got time frames stuck on the wall saying uh, uh skill people goes out at this time here lineman goes out at this time here we're going to do this type of stretching at this time here most time yeah coaches do go by a certain time schedule but it's not listed where everybody knows exactly what's going to happen when all
1: right yeah we we try i i can't stand not knowing huh. And then if I look down and somebody's not where they're supposed to be, it's easy for me to chew a coach out or somebody else (laughs) that's supposed to have it right when it's on the board. Uh, So um, it makes – it really protects me, and I like being – knowing what's what's taking place. And when we create that schedule, you know, uh, for pregame, we do a lot of stretching and stuff before we even go out for pregame. So we have a stretch group, a tape group, and a dress group. So all of them have to rotate at a certain time. Um, because I don't like them all standing in line to tape at the same time. And sometimes that kind of all gets thrown together, but they do a good job of stretching and, and rotating on their own. Um, and then then all that other. So uh, I like I like, know, I like knowing, I know the kids like knowing what time they need to be ready to go.
0: So how, how does that work as far as, I know I said you let you go, but you're bringing up more questions that so I'm curious about answers. When you got a small visitor's locker room that you're in, how do you work around all that?
1: Yeah, it makes it tough some places. Like, you go to Piedmont, and it's 950 degrees in there, um, and then you won't, you don't want anyone in there. Um, you know, you have to change on the fly, and it makes it tough. But, no, I'm kidding. I was just taking a shot at Coach Smith. He knows I was kidding. If He's whatever watches it. But, um, you know, it changes wherever you go. Most of the time, we'll have a stretch group outside, a stretch group and then a tape group that's wherever we can get set up for tape. And then obviously the dress is going to be in the locker room. Um, So most of the time it's just we got to move the stretch outside. That's why I love home games uh, because we have a huge weight room, we have a locker room, and then we have a training room. So everything's kind of spread out. Kids are spread out, and we're able to rotate and, and kind of keep spread out better. So,
0: Do you feel like with them being spread out before the game, that helps keep them mentally in the game instead of kind of horsing around and cutting up?
1: I think so. They do a good job and they, they, they ain't got time. If they're in the weight room cutting up, something's wrong because you can't hear yourself because the your music's blaring so loud. So they, they it should be hard to talk otherwise. And then it's kind of loud in the locker room too, but they do a good job. I try to walk through. Um, I actually haven't walked through as much as I did last year. Um, I let the coaches take care of it. And normally I'm, I'm sitting in here working or doing something, getting ready to go, but normally I'm not paying as much attention as I used to. I trust them uh, and that I didn't trust them last year. Um, it was year one, everything was new, um, but I trust these guys that rotate, do things the right way. And uh, I walk there every now and then to make sure things are going the right way. And most of the time they are. Yeah. I know I walked in your, your office before the Saks
0: game and I wasn't really expecting you in there, but you was in there on the computer doing some work as far as uh, printing out uh, some more of the game plan that she's going to do that night. Uh, you know, so I guess, even game plans kind of change you may think do you, let's let's let me put it like this do you get to a Friday night and think that you want to do it one way then all of a sudden you're like no I want to go back and do it this other way
1: I hadn't done it on Friday yet um I've, I've got myself doing it on a Thursday morning um I actually Thursday during a walkthrough I changed something and I never do that uh, we changed it and pitched it I think it was the hoax bluff we actually turned out that we that we hit the two that play for, I think, three big plays in the game. And I was glad I added it. I try to quit watching film like on Wednesday because if I see something, I want to change it. If I see something I hadn't seen, I try to watch a lot, a lot of film, you know, Sunday and Monday. And even on Tuesday, I watch some film. But if I see something on Wednesday, I want to change it. And we're already two days late getting it in. Uh, I don't like doing it on Wednesday. I'll do it. If I see something I really like, but I try to cut myself off, then on Thursday, I'm not watching. Um, any Fayette County fan, because if I hadn't, if I hadn't seen it yet I don't deserve to see it um, and I don't want to see it and I don't want to change it because um, I don't want to make changes on a Thursday and definitely not on a Friday. If I have to make changes on a Friday that's definitely not the kids fault that, that they did it wrong. Now as far as my play calling and stuff may change um, but most of the time I just to be honest with you once a game starts a lot of it's filled but I do have a a first down list and a third down list that I like, but um, it's tough. I, I I quit. Try to cut myself off from making them decisions there i just quit watching film because I can keep watching film and I'm fine stuff I like. And, and sometimes it it you know it'll, it'll mess us up more than it'll help us.
0: Yeah, I know you got a you got a paper that you carry with you, play sheet and all that stuff, but. I don't really remember ever seeing you look at it. So, do you remember every play that you got, or is that just kind of Yeah, – you're laughing about it because somebody else has probably asked you this before, but, I mean, do you just know the plays right offhand? Man, I, I'm going
1: to tell you, I complain every Thursday and Friday when I'm making that thing because I change it every week. And uh, I change the third and longs, the second and shorts, the third and shorts, the first and tens, um, our first five plays is set. And I still, that's about the only time I look at it, so it's the start of the game. And then my favorite passes and favorite runs is on there. Um, and then on the back, I actually put all the all the plays we've rep during the week, so I'll pretty much take our practice script, which is, our practice script looks like this right here. So I'll take this practice script like that, and I'll print it, and I'll put it on the back of that call sheet. So that if I ever question something, I'll just look back and see see what we did earlier in the week or, you know, if I have a question on something. Um, and I don't ever, I complain about it. And I'm sitting here, I don't know why I'm making this because I don't ever look at it. Um, but at some point in time, the week I don't make it, I'll reach for it. And I want to look at what I had on third and long because most of the time I can remember what I liked on third and long or what I liked uh you know, a certain down that I really like to screen down or or so. And so I can remember the one time I don't make it, I'll forget. And I'll go blank and I'll start looking and and forget the formation I want to be in. Um, I look at it sometimes. And most of the time when I look at it, though, it's between series. That's probably when I look at it the most if I have any questions to myself. But um, I need to do a better job probably looking at it. I'd probably be a better play caller if I looked at it more because I spend a lot of time making it a lot of thought goes into it to not look at it. And I think that's why I complain all the time when I'm making them. I'm, I'm wasting my time, <laughs> but the, the one time I need it though, um, I'll be mad I didn't do it. So I continue to do it week by week. I actually have them on a spreadsheet too from uh, North Jackson all the way through Fife. I have every call sheet I made all year. Um, and I don't know why I don't look back at them, but um, one day I may want to look back and see what I did. So, Right. Uh,
0: you kind of answered a question that I was going to ask you earlier or a few minutes ago was a lot of coaches will script their first 10, 15 players, something like that. But you said you script your first five plays?
1: Mm, first five players, never the same. Um, you know, and and like we on most days, like we'll have fastball period. Uh, and it's repped up them five players uh, that we're going to run the first five players of the game. Uh, now, Obviously, what really messes that up uh, the most is if on play one you snap it over your head for a minus nine yard loss and it really messes up play two, especially when it's a run play or <laughs> or like you're you know and it's always flip like I always allow like if I if in my head I'm thinking okay, if we return right ash first play, I'm gonna flip it and it's gonna be back this way and then I can get back on schedule with how I wanted to call it because there's always one or two plays you may flip depending on if you wanted to call it to the field or to the boundary, um, and that's always changing. Uh, but if you get off schedule with them first five plays, um, sometimes I'll trash it after about three. Or if you score in the first four, I don't ever go back to five. I don't know why. I just don't do it. I always just go to whatever I'm feeling in the next series. Because that's happened, it happened more last year because we threw it a little bit more. And and four could go get it. Five did a good job. uh, We had we were more of a big play offense last year, so a lot of times that first script we'd score. uh, We were really good on first possessions last year. We've been pretty good this year, and at times we've been really good. I think we was a stretch. We were scoring first drives um, all year, and we've done a really good job on first drives this year. I think we went on a stretch where uh, I know we scored Plainview. See, Hoax Bluff, we scored. I think Westbrook, we didn't. I know we didn't score first drive. Of Westbrook, we didn't score first drive. Of Hoax Bluff. So we had two game stretch there where we struggled. And I really take pride getting the ball first to score. and scoring. I love getting the ball first. I feel like our offense does a really good job with them first five plays of getting something going, and we didn't in them two, two games. And so um five, we did a good job. Um, so first five plays are important to me. I, I know for a fact, I've talked to guys who make a lot of scripts. If I made a 10 play script, there is no possible way I would stay on it. There's no way. I barely stay on it for five. Um, <laughs> I have to make myself stay on it. And if everything's going good, it's a little easier to stay on it. But when you go first down, second down, and you're that third play is like a third and short or a first and 10 play, it's hard to call that third play, man. I'm just, it's hard to stay on schedule. And some guys are just, you know, that, that's what they're going to call. I'm uh, just, can do it I just, i'm I always going to be in a perfect play and sometimes you just can't i know you usually well i say
0: i know it seemed like been on the sideline with you some this this year you wait till the defense kind of gets sets up before you actually signal the play in to know where the defense is lined up at and uh and I, it's like that helps you out a lot
1: yeah i think a lot of times like i go free i freeze count it as fast as we can freeze it and it's not uh we get them to jump, good. Congrats, we get five yards. And I got to see how they lined up to it. Um, but a lot of times I freeze it just to make sure we're getting a look we're gonna that I want to see. Um, and especially like against Westbrook, when they were moving a lot and they were getting lined up, I think I'm pretty sure that they were getting lined up wrong a few times, which made it trouble because I felt like I was in a good play compared to what they were doing. And then it ended up being a bad play. And it really ticks me off in the absence zone it's a whole lot easier to call plays against a technique sound and alignment sound football team i know that sounds crazy but that's the truth because i if if i know I, they're going to be lined up the right way and they're gonna play technique i can get us a pretty good play call um but it's still hard to to for that play to work if there's technique sound and they're lined up right um but sometimes i mess you up um and you'll end up in the wrong call. But I enjoy I like freezing or I like getting calling the formation, letting them move around and me being able to see it before I before I call the play in. Um because it's it just I wanna be in the perfect play call. And so
0: I know there toward the end of the Westbrook game, you you had your second string in, Westbrook had some of their second string in and, and jokingly you yelled at Westbrook and said, Would y'all hurry up and get on one side or the other where I know where I need to run the ball? And I've never seen a coach kind of I, I know it's just a joke, but she's kind of yelling at the defense because they wouldn't ever get settled in to where you could see what they were going to do.
1: No bad as I wasn't joking. I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should say I was joking, but I wasn't. I was I was really mad at the time and I should have said it. I don't know if they could hear me. Maybe they could. I said it while I screamed it, but but yeah, I should have just let the game was over. I should have just let Coach Wilson call the plays that oh, way I wouldn't have to worry about it. So just said Wilson, you got it. <laughs> um, I need to do that more in the future. He's come a long ways, and I need him to start calling more plays, uh, especially in situations where I feel like the game's in hand. Because um, he's growing up, he's learning a lot. Um, and I want to see him start start calling the offense a little bit more. So maybe in the next year or so, we can we can see that.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's uh, that's uh, great for Coach Wilson here, and how much you got trust in him as far as being able to do that later on.
1: Yes, for sure. You know, I mean, you know, I'm never going to give up the full rights to, to play calling with 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 the ones and stuff just because I love it. Um, actually, when I went into coaching, I wanted to, to call plays. I wanted to be an offense coordinator, and, and I thought for the longest, like them first three or four years, that's what I wanted to be for sure. I just wanted to focus on one side of the football, um, call plays, and, and, and that was it. I love it. I love watching defenses. I love trying to figure out how to score. I love the adjustments in the game um, of trying to score the football. And then uh, after being a head coach, I dealt with defense a lot at Woodville. It's different on that side of the ball. Um, but I enjoy that part, too, more than I thought I would than getting here and working with Coach Clark. I give Coach Clark a lot of um uh, you know, I let him have the defense, and I trust him to do it. We talk about it a lot, but I trust him. Um, if I didn't trust him, I wouldn't want him to be my defense coordinator. Um, I trust him to do that job. Um, I give him the power to make adjustments. Uh, do we talk about him sometimes? Yes. I ever get mad, yes, to see <laughs> But sometimes he's right. Sometimes I'm right. But he does a really, really good job. Like I, I can't tell you enough about how good a Coach Coach Clark is with the defense side of the football, and he's one of, He's going to make a really good head football coach one day if that's something he wants to do, and, and we're going to keep him around here as long as we can keep him. Um, but we have a really good staff, and, and I'm excited about uh, where this program's headed. And hopefully, you know, this year we make the run that we're supposed to make and turn around in five weeks, and we're preparing to for a game in Auburn because that's the goal. And uh, it's a realistic goal that, that we can have. Um, you know, you football, and you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Um, we have the athletes to do it. We have the linemen to do it. You know we're not healthy, um, but all you have to do is take care of the football, play assignment, sound football, and you're going to have a chance. Um, and that's what that's, that's our goal is to have a chance. So it starts this week, one week at a time until the seniors. This week, I don't want this to be the last one. Uh, don't want this to be the last Wednesday. You can start counting down now. Uh, like this. Is yeah. Don't make this the last Tuesday. Don't make this the last Wednesday. It's something I always heard, always heard when I was growing up playing. playing. Like I remember being a senior. Um, my playoff week, uh, we got beat round one. I remember Aaron Coach Gilbert saying, don't make this the last Wednesday. Don't make this the last walkthrough. And, and don't make it because it stinks when it is. And you can't explain it. But I, I feel like our seniors are ready to go and our group's ready to go. And, uh, we're ready to get a playoff win we just have to play good football
0: absolutely and like we said at the start of the show this is a season right here you played to get into this part of the season and yeah. i'm sure your boys are going to be ready because i know you got them prepared and everything and coach i appreciate your time tonight and uh good luck come friday night
1: oh, yes sir thank you man
0: thank tell you. Randall to get better and, yeah uh... he, he's afraid he's got the flu so uh he uh he uh, he called me a little bit earlier, and boy, he sounded rough. And uh, so he said, "I heard him talking
1: earlier on here. He did sound rough, but you know, it's uh, you know, when you're a Tennessee fan, uh it seems like <laughs> you, get, you get a little bit more sick than everybody else. It just that's just how they're built. Um, you know, they they're enjoying that the year." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm not going.
0: I'm not making no comments on that one there. Um,
1: it's the year. They're ranked number one. Did you see that?
0: I, I did not. Are they ranked number one?
1: That's what I heard. Coach Wilson said it before he left. I try, I figured it automatically. He'll it'd be like a flu shot for Randall. Um, just immediately better. <laughs> I'm one. Um, I, I,
0: I know he did tell me earlier this week that it was first. It's. I think it's only the third time it's ever happened that one versus two has ever played in the SEC in a regular season. So Georgia
1: dropped to three. Did they really? Yeah. Who went, who went above them? One ranked Tennessee falls, my goodness, I'm going to puke. Ohio State. <laughs> Ohio State. Kirk Herbstre must have talked to everyone I'm in the vote for. Yeah, there you go. You know, it is what it is. I'm happy for them. happy for them Tennessee fans. If you want to know one um, college fan base, that's more obnoxious than Alabama fans. It's Tennessee. fans. Uh, I'm an Alabama fan. I can't stand listening to Alabama fans, and I'm an Alabama fan, so. Uh, <laughs> but
0: I don't oh, y'all used to go down to a lot of Alabama games. Has that changed since you became a head coach?
1: Oh, yeah. We don't go. Me and Hannah don't go. We, we watch them on TV, uh, and And I've gotten better now. I used to, when I was younger, I consider myself young still. But when I was younger, I used to get really, really mad at uh, Alabama football. Like, unhealthy. Like, I was one of them obnoxious Alabama fans. Uh, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. Now, I care. And I root for them and stuff. uh, But I think my, I think it's just more so that I'm so bought in and into sylvania or wherever i'm at uh, since i got into coaching like it's just that takes up my time and then i understand what it takes um i don't know what it takes when that stewardship of any means but i see the work that they have to put in and it hurts them a lot more than it hurts any of them fans out there um i don't know like maybe the fans that bet 15 million dollars that alabama wins don't hurt them as much as that but um it hurts them kid and them players that put in the time so
0: What about the firing at Auburn this week? Let's get your opinion on
1: that. Why? Why firing now? You didn't fire him a week ago. You didn't fire him two weeks ago. Uh, Why not just stick it out? How about this? Don't fire somebody until you have somebody else ready to be hired. And then uh, that's messed up. The culture world. Nick Saban's, everybody expects to have a Nick Saban. There's somebody who's going to go undefeated every year, and then there's not I,
0: I have made the comment that Nick Saban ruined it for everybody because of the fact of how quick he turned Alabama around. Yeah,
1: and then I saw something. I I forgot the number, but Auburn was paying like two coaches. I think it was fifty-two thousand dollars a day. So much it's costing them? And they're not even coaching like they're.
0: They're sitting at home and watching this podcast, making feature $2,000.
1: Must be nice. Auburn's like where you go when you want to retire as a coach and get fired in a year so you can get paid the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) And then Tennessee's that way, too. Give Hopple two years. If he starts losing and they want him out, he could win a natty this year. And that poor guy, he'd lose to Alabama next year and they want him fired.
0: That's just
1: college fan bases nowadays. This is how it is. I see posts where they want Nick Saban fired. How crazy is that? I mean, yeah,
0: it is. It, it, is it is. It's just all about the moment
1: right now. Microwave society, what you have right now, and you can't sustain what, in my opinion, what Nick Saban's been able to do. It's unsustainable, even for him. Like, I don't think it's going to continue forever. I like, you, obviously, he's lost games, um, and he's in the perfect spot where he's – Greatest coach with a really good program traditionally, whatever. Um, microwave society. Everybody wants 13 and 0 every year. What can you give me this year? When you don't, when you don't, when you go 6 and 6, it's let's find the next guy instead of sticking with somebody. Um, I think if Auburn still had Gus Malzahn, um, they'd be in a better spot right this second than they would would be if they. I mean, yeah. At what-
0: because the coach don't forget how to coach. You know, he, he's still coaching the same way as he did, you know, two years ago or three years ago.
1: Yeah, when you, yeah. That's what bothers me.
0: You're on there. The same guy who's talking
1: about how great he is, is the same guy wanting fire two years later. And he's the exact same coach, different yeah. players, same coach. And it just bugs me. But anyways, that's every, and it's trickled all the way down to the high school level. Um, so it, it I can't stand that, man. That bothers me. I can't stand seeing coaches get fired, but um, but sometimes it is a maybe it's deserving. But sometimes I just think it's wrong. Uh, yeah. But in that case, and you know, in college, I don't feel bad for college guys because they're more, most likely getting paid a killing to get fired. So.
0: Right. Well, you know, look at uh, Matt Rule up there at Carolina Panthers. They got rid of him, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and he's making, what, uh, three-quarters of a million dollars a a month for the next two years?
1: Yeah. That is crazy.
0: Why not just go ahead and, you know.
1: If I him, I'd just go ahead and i go fishing.
0: Yeah, well, you know, why not just go ahead and keep him throughout the year, you know, just but they oh, have yeah. made an improvement, though, but, you know, you you never know.
1: Yeah, if you fire him right now, you ain't making the playoffs. It don't matter. It's over. The season's over. Like, let's finish this one out. Same with Horseman. Let's finish this year out. Let's just let him finish When did they start firing people mid season? Yeah.
0: I, I I don't know. It's Is that it, always been a
1: thing. Or not
0: that I know of. I mean
1: Started with Lane Kiffin on the tarmac. Then it just good have.
0: Uh, you know, I, I think it really started a couple of years before that, but yeah, that wasn't a good deal as far as firing Kiffin on the tarmac. And who was it the other day? Arizona State fired uh, Herm Edwards in the end zone right after the game.
1: So yeah. But bad. if you pay, hey, hey, guess what? You could fire me anywhere you wanted to fire me if you were going to pay me fifty-two thousand dollars a day. <laughs> <laughs> you could walk on the sideline in the third quarter. And say, hey, man, you're gone. I said, okay, check. You,
0: you just give me your headset and be on your way.
1: Be on my way. Paying me that much money, <laughs> and I bet they think the same thing too. So, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, but, coach, I didn't mean to get you on this tirade right here that, as far as coaches and all that here at the end of the show. But uh it's great having you on here, and uh best of luck to you. Uh, me and John will be up in the booth Friday night, calling the game. Ninety-eight point three Wild Country will be. Karen, my understanding, we're going to be with you throughout the playoffs. So, uh, we're looking for five more games to be done, and hopefully in Birmingham or in uh, Auburn as well.
1: Oh, yeah. We're excited. Got to go to work. And Thank you, guys.
0: We appreciate you doing the uh, sideline interview before halftime with uh, Nick Bryant. We're trying to get him to ask questions, but we're, we're getting closer, hopefully. Here. Are y'all doing the
1: game this week? Yes, sir. I got you.
0: We're with, as far as I know, we're with Savannah until uh, you get eliminated. That's why I say I
1: hope it's five weeks from now. We got you. So uh, good deal. That, yeah,
0: it'll
1: be it'll be a while. Hopefully, uh, we do what we're supposed to.
0: We're hoping so as well, Coach. Appreciate you joining us, Randy. Get feeling better, man.
1: Hope to see uh,
0: hear from you soon, and hope you feel better. And thanks for joining us tonight on the Coach Tyler Van Show.